Welcome to the Little Learner Storytime podcast from Orem Public Library. Are you ready to play? Let's go! Hi, friends! This is Miss Amy, and you are here just in time! I'm getting ready to go on a very special adventure today, and I was hoping you would come along with me. Do you have your special grown-up with you? It is so important to bring your special grown-up with you, because interacting with each other and doing the activities together is what will make the biggest difference in how much fun you have and how well you learn the important skills we'll be practicing. So lean over Give your special grown-up a big hug and tell them thank you. Thank you. I am so excited because we are going on a road trip. A road trip is a special adventure you go on in your car. You can drive anywhere you want to go. Has your family ever gone on a road trip? Where did you go? Oh, that sounds amazing. Today on our road trip, we're going to visit several different places. But before we go, we need to gather some things to take with us. If you are going to be gone for several days on your road trip, it might be a good idea to pack a suitcase. Can you pretend to grab your suitcase? (gasps) Have you got it? I've got mine. What color is your suitcase? I'm pretending my suitcase is red because red is my favorite color. Now, open it up. Let's play a game to decide what we should bring. I'm going to name an item. And if it's something you think we should pack in our suitcase, give me a thumbs up. If I say something silly that you don't think will fit in your suitcase, give me a thumbs down. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's pack some pajamas. Give me a thumbs up if you think that is something we should pack in our suitcase. Or a thumbs down if that would be a silly thing to take in our suitcase. Let me see your thumbs. Very good. You're absolutely right. Pajamas are an excellent thing to pack in our suitcases. Here's our next item. I want to pack my trampoline. What do you think? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Let me see your thumbs. You are right. I think a trampoline would be a very silly thing to try to pack in my suitcase. What about some shirts and pants to wear. Thumbs up or thumbs down? You are so good at this game. When you're going on a road trip and will be gone for a few days, it's a good idea to take some extra clothes with you. Here's our next item. I want to pack my comfy bed. What do you think? Would my bed fit in a suitcase? Oh my goodness, I love my comfy bed. 
but it is way too big to fit in a suitcase. Maybe I'll just pack my pillow and favorite blanket instead. Here's our last item. I want to pack my toothbrush. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Taking your toothbrush is definitely a great thing to pack in your suitcase. You did an excellent job playing our game. I want you to hit pause for a few minutes and keep playing the game with your special grown-up. Take turns thinking of things you could pack in your suitcase. If it's something real that can go in a suitcase, give a thumbs up. If it's something silly that you couldn't really pack in a suitcase, give a thumbs down. Are you ready to keep playing? Okay. Hit pause now. You did a great job packing your suitcase. What are some other things you might want to take with you on a road trip? Hmm, what about some snacks? Sometimes I get hungry when I drive in the car for a long time. What is your favorite snack? Can you say it out loud? That snack sounds delicious. One of my favorite snacks is grapes, so I'm going to pack some in a bag to take with me. Okay, let's get everything in the car. Can you smush it in? Did you get everything? I think we're ready to go. Hop in the car. Don't forget to put on your seatbelt. We're on our way. Oh, I love driving to new places in the car. But sometimes it takes a long time to get there. So I have some activities I like to do. One of the things I love to do is sing songs. Let's choose a fun song that everyone can sing. Do you know the song Bingo? I like this song because it has singing and clapping. Let's give it a try. Sing in your biggest voice. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name. O B I N G O B I N G O B I N G O and Bingo was his name. O That was excellent. We're going to sing the song a few more times, but each time we sing, we're going to clap a letter when we spell Bingo instead of saying it. It's a little tricky, but I know you can do it. Let's give it a try. There was a farmer had a dog and bingo was his name. O I N G O I N G O I N G O and bingo was his name. O There was a farmer had a dog and bingo was his name. O NGO, 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 and Bingo was his name. Oh, there was a farmer had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, Geo, 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 and Bingo was his name. Oh. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name. Oh, oh, 
O. O and Bingo was his name, O. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name, O. And Bingo was his name, O. That was excellent. You are an amazing singer. Give yourself a big round of applause. We have come to the first stop on our road trip. Let's get out of the car and listen carefully to see if we can tell where we are. Whoa! Did you hear all those sounds? I think we're in the jungle! What an exciting place to visit! I want to see some animals. Let's listen to some animal noises and see if we can guess what animal is making that noise. Here's our first jungle animal sound. Do you know what animal makes that sound? That's right! It's a monkey! Let's pretend we're monkeys. You can jump up and down, pretend to swing from a tree, or do a silly monkey dance. Don't forget your monkey sounds. Are you ready? Let's be monkeys. Were you a silly monkey? I love watching the monkeys. They are such fun animals. Okay, here's our next sound. What animal makes that sound? You are so smart. It's an elephant. Let's pretend to be elephants. We can use our arm to be the elephant's trunk, and we have to make loud stomps with our feet. Here we go. Can you pretend to be an elephant? Are you stomping and using your trunk? Elephants are such large animals with big ears, big feet, and long trunks. Did you know they use their trunks to drink water and to help get food into their mouths? Here's our last sound. Can you tell what animal this is? What kind of bird do you think that was? It was a parrot. Parrots have very colorful wings and big beaks. Let's try flying like a parrot. Spread your arms out wide and flap your wings. Flap, 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 flap. Oh, you're a very good parrot and your wings are beautiful. Visiting the jungle on our road trip was so fun. I loved seeing all the different animals and hearing what sounds they make. But it's time to get in the car and head for our next stop. Don't forget your seatbelt.
While we're driving to our next stop, let's play another game. In this game, I'm going to say a nursery rhyme, but with a wrong word in it. I want to see if you can hear what word doesn't belong and fix it with the right word. Parents, after each nursery rhyme, feel free to hit pause and say the correct nursery rhyme together with your child. Let's give this a try. Listen carefully. Humpty Dumpty sat on a truck. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. What word doesn't belong? That's right. Humpty Dumpty didn't sit on a truck. He sat on a wall. Okay, let's try another one. Mary had a little duck, little duck, little duck. Mary had a little duck. Its fleece was white as snow. Oh, no. What word wasn't right in that nursery rhyme? You are such a smart kid. Mary didn't have a little duck. She had a little lamb. You are really good at this game. I'm going to do a hard one. Listen carefully and see if you can find the wrong word. Ba-ba red sheep. Have you any wool? Did you hear the silly word? The sheep shouldn't be red. It should be black. Okay, last one. Here's the nursery rhyme. London Bridge is falling up, falling up, falling up. London Bridge is falling up, my fair lady. Oh boy, what word was wrong in that nursery rhyme? That's right. London Bridge didn't fall up, it fell down. I'm so proud of you. You were great listeners. Clap your hands and give yourselves a big shout hooray. I think we've arrived at our next stop. Let's get out of the car and listen carefully. See if you can tell where we are. Where do you think we are? Yes, that's absolutely right. We're at the beach. I love playing at the beach. I'm going to get on my swimsuit, put on my sun hat, and play with my beach toys. But first, we need to put on our sunscreen. I'm going to name a body part, and I want you to rub your sunscreen in. Okay, first, put sunscreen on your nose. Where's your nose? Rub in the sunscreen. Rub, 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 rub. Now, your legs. Can you find your legs? Okay, rub the sunscreen into your legs. Rub, 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 rub. Now, we're going to put sunscreen on your belly. 
Don't forget your belly button. Rub, 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 rub. Now your arms. Rub fast. Put sunscreen on your arms. Good job. Now put sunscreen on your shoulders. Oh, you're doing a great job. Now your toes. Get all ten toes. And finally, put some sunscreen on your head. Wow, good job. You look ready to play. Playing at the beach and in the ocean is so fun. But it can make you really tired. While you're eating your lunch and resting on your towel, I want to tell you a story. You may recognize this story, but I'm going to change some things to make it a beach story. Parents and caregivers, taking a familiar favorite story and changing the character, setting, or even story elements is a great way to build imagination, teach about the critical elements that make a great story, increase listening skills, and even teach new information in a fun format. Let's see if you recognize this old story told in a new way. Once upon a time, there were three octopuses that lived in a small den made of rock underneath the ocean. There was a papa octopus and a mama octopus and a little teeny baby octopus. Well, one day, Mama got up and made the family some delicious fish stew. But when they sat down to eat the stew, ouch! It was, it was too hot. And so they decided to go for a little swim in the ocean while their fish stew cooled off. Well, while they were gone, along came a little clownfish. The clownfish stopped outside the octopus's den and could smell the fish stew. Clownfish knocked on the door, and when no one answered, he pushed open the door and went inside. There, sitting on the table, were three bowls of fish stew. First, he tried the giant bowl of fish stew. Oh, mm, mm, it was too hot. Next, he tried the medium bowl of fish stew. Oh, that one was a little cold. Then he went and tried the little bowl of fish stew. Mm. Oh, that one was just right. After Clownfish finished all the fish stew, he swam into the living room where he saw three chairs made out of rock. The first chair was big and Clownfish sat down, but it was too hard. Next, Clownfish tried the medium chair. He sat down, oh, but it was too soft. Next, he tried the baby chair, and it was just right. Clownfish started jumping up and down on the chair, and suddenly, smash, it fell apart on the floor. 
Well, by this time, Clownfish was feeling very tired, and so he swam into the next room where he found three beds made out of sea kelp. The first giant bed, when he lay down, it was too hard. He couldn't get comfortable. Next, he lay down on the medium-sized bed, but it was too soft and smushy. Finally, he went and lay down on the little bed made out of sea kelp, and it was so comfy that he fell fast asleep. Well, while the clownfish was sleeping, in came the octopus family, ready to eat their fish stew. They sat down at the table, and Papa Octopus looked at his bowl and said, Oh, well, somebody has been eating my fish stew. Mama Octopus looked at her bowl and said, Well, I do declare somebody has been eating my fish stew as well. Baby Bear looked down into his bowl of fish stew and said, Someone was eating my fish stew. And it's all gone. Well, baby fish, baby octopus was so sad that Mama and Papa took him into the family room where their three chairs were. Papa octopus took one look at his chair and said, Who has been sitting in my chair? Mama octopus looked at her chair and said, I do declare, somebody has been sitting in my chair as well. Baby octopus looked at his chair and said, Well, somebody has been sitting in my chair, and it broke. Poor baby octopus. Mama and Papa scooped him up and took him into the bedroom to put him down for a nap. Papa Octopus looked down at his bed and said, Who has been sleeping in my bed? Mama Octopus looked at her bed and said, I do declare, someone has been sleeping in my bed. Baby Octopus looked down at his bed and said, Um, somebody has been sleeping in my bed and they're right there. Just then, Clownfish opened his eyes, and standing above him were a giant octopus, a medium octopus, and a baby octopus. Clownfish swam as fast as he could out of the bedroom, out of the family room, through the kitchen, and out the front door, and disappeared in the ocean, never to be seen again. Did you recognize what fairy tale that was? It was Goldilocks and the Three Bears, but I changed the story to make it an ocean story. This is a really fun activity to do on a road trip. Choose your favorite story and then have everyone in the car help tell a new story by changing the characters and things that happen in the story. You can even use paper and crayons to draw new pictures to go with your story. Well, friends, it's time to pack up our beach things and get back in the car. We're going to our next stop.
But this time, you and your special grown-up get to choose where we stop. If you could go any place in the whole world, where would you go? What would you do there? What kinds of things would you see and hear? I hope you'll take some time today to plan the next stop on our special road trip. Have a conversation about it. Pretend you are taking pictures and draw out what it would look like. Act out your adventure. I can't wait to see where we go next. Friends, thank you for coming and playing with me today. I loved going on an imaginary road trip with you and discovering so many new places and doing so many fun activities. Road trips are the best. Grown-ups, please stay tuned at the end of this podcast for a special five-minute segment called Behind the Story, where we'll talk about some of the skills we use today in story time and how you can extend this learning and fun into everyday activities that you do with your child. Before we go, I want to teach you our special homework song. In this song, we sing about five important things we should be doing every single day in order to help our brains grow and to be ready for learning to read and write. Are you ready? It goes like this. Read and write, sing and play, talk with me all day. These are the five things we do. Our brains will grow this way. I hope you have had a wonderful time today. I know I have. I love it when you come to play. I'll see you next time here at Little Learner Storytime. so much for joining me in this special Behind the Story segment. Some of my favorite childhood memories are the numerous road trips that my family took, especially during the summer. We would load all nine of us into the van and take off. What's interesting to me as I look back on these experiences is that it wasn't necessarily where we went, but the adventures we had along the way that make these such cherished memories for me now. With no TV screens, gaming devices, phones, or any other technology available, we literally had to make our own fun. We passed the time by doing things like telling stories, singing songs, playing games, and numerous other activities of our own making. I also love the road trips and memories I'm now making with my own children and have come to appreciate what incredible experiences these long car rides together provide. Not only is it a time to create meaningful connections with each other, but it provides numerous early literacy opportunities as well. Today, during our storytime road trip, we sang and played interactive games. These games are not only an opportunity to strengthen the playful bond with our kids, but also helps them learn new vocabulary, practice problem solving, increase observation and listening skills, and engages them in practicing early math and literacy skills. 
We know from the five early literacy skills of reading, writing, singing, playing, and talking that the quality of conversation and interaction which parents have with young children is a strong predictor of later academic success. We also know how critical the early emotional connections between a child and their parents are in creating healthy self-esteem, confidence, and a place where children feel safe to learn and grow. So what are some activities we can do during these long or even short car rides with our children? First, play an alphabet game. See who can be the first person to find all the letters of the alphabet on signs and license plates outside the car. Pretend you're packing a suitcase for a trip and take turns using the letters of the alphabet in order to say what you'd pack. For example, I'm going on a trip and I'm taking an apple, or I'm going on a trip and taking a boat. For an extra challenge, each person has to repeat all the letters and items that have previously been said before they take their turn. Try saying a letter out loud and asking your child to write it down. For older children, you can specify whether it should be a capital or lowercase letter. Try saying a letter and ask your child to give you a word that starts with that letter. Or give your child a list of words that all begin with the same letter and see if they can identify what letter it is. All of these games can be done with little to no additional materials or supplies and provide a fun interaction with everyone driving in the car. Another fun game is the habitat game. Call out an animal and see if your child can identify where it lives. For example, if you call out fish, your child might answer lake or beach. Try the reverse where you give them a location and they try to think of an animal that lives there. Practice shapes by giving your child a list of items that are all the same shape and see if they can tell you what shape it is. For example, if you said sun, pancake, plate, wheel, your child would answer circle. Try the reverse where you give them a shape and they have to think of three things that represent that shape. Hand your child several different colors of crayons and ask them to find cars in each of those colors. Set a timer, choose a color, and see who can find the most cars in that color before the timer goes off. Play the classic games, I Spy, 20 Questions, Finding License Plates from All 50 States, and asking each other would you rather questions. Create a playlist of everyone's favorite songs and have a singing dance party. Teach old favorites and introduce them to new ones. Listen to books on audio or read stories out loud. Make a list of fun podcasts. The list of ideas is endless. Think how you can incorporate reading, writing, singing, talking, and playing into your car rides. A quick search on the internet can give you an endless list of ideas. Our days are filled with so many small moments where we can have such a big impact on how our child's brain and capacity for learning is growing. As parents, we sometimes forget how the seemingly ordinary interactions and experiences are creating a powerful foundation for future learning. Thank you for all you are doing every day to build your child's brain and grow their hearts. You are your child's best teacher and you're doing an amazing job. Thank you for joining me today. I'll see you next time.